the Recovery Revolution will be podcast on the Since Right Now Addiction Recovery Network. July 29th, and the last time you heard from me was around Valentine's Day. I'm really embarrassed about it, um, but thank you guys for hanging in there and not forgetting that bad story actually exists, because it does. It was just dormant like a volcano for several months, and I've never really had a proper studio um, as long as I've had this podcast. It's been mobile. Uh, which is one of the great things about podcasts. You can take them with you when you listen to them, and you can also have a mobile studio. So right now I'm literally in my bathroom with a fan on, which you can probably hear in the background. I'm sorry about that, but my crazy drinking roommates are right outside my door partying or something, and I don't want them to hear me talk about stuff that's important to me and also sensitive and also it's just a really uncomfortable situation which I will be talking about soon so let's just dive right into things you know what I vaguely remember how this (laughs) how the structure of my podcast works um it's not polished I won't be stopping and starting and stopping and starting um I'm just gonna record so There'll be four different segments. I believe the order is something like, one, let's get mental. We talk about mental health. Two, dear diary, talk about my life. Three, um, holy moly. Um, Four is creative collective. What the hell is three? Hold on. I'm going to pause you. I had to literally, okay, I'm back. Um, I had to literally look on my website at past episodes to see what my other segment was. And it was my top five, which is where I ask you listeners to write into me via email, badstorypod at gmail.com. Tweet me at badstorypod. Um, what your top five recovery tools are, and that's recovery from addiction, recovery from any sort of substance use disorder, and mental illness, how you deal with your mental health stuff. So that is the third segment, and um, I was just kidding because I did record in April with Chris Aguirre, um, Aguirre of uh, the Recovery Revolution online. So that was the last time you heard from me, but it was still a while ago, so we're back. Um, All right, I'm going to get started. Let me pull up my timer and we'll start. So let's get mental. Well, a lot has happened since April of 2016. Um, One of the biggest things that I was excited about and involved with 
was the annual Mental Health America National Conference, and that took place in Alexandria, Virginia, which is in my backyard. And the Sobriety Collective invested a thousand buckaroos. Credit card. Oops, sorry. Sorry, Meadow DeVore, if you actually listen to this, um, because I didn't spend my, well, if I had the money in my account, it would have been would have been better than putting it on my credit card. But regardless, I um, sponsored the evaluation forms of the conference. So uh, in every evaluation form that a participant of the conference got in, in every workshop, they got um, an evaluation form to see how the workshop went. And my logo was on there, and there was a little blurb about the Sobriety Collective. And the um, workshop leaders we're supposed to announce the sponsor at each session, and I think only a few did. But I ended up hearing from a couple of people who who reached out to me because they found um, the website and the contact info, so that was worthwhile. But I met so many, so many amazing advocates for mental health. It was really empowering and sparked my passion even more. Um, some of the speakers were Susie Favor Hamilton. She was an Olympian who um, struggled with bipolar disorder. Same with um, Chimiqua, Chimiqua Holdsclaw, also bipolar and um, an acclaimed athlete, a basketball player. She used to be with the WNBA. Um, who else? Off the top of my head, it's been a while, but Amy Ostreicher. Uh, we are Twitter friends, and she led this fantastic workshop. She did some of her um, one-woman show, which was amazing. This this woman has been through so much, like 27, I believe, 27 surgeries. And, I mean, her stomach exploded in, in an ER, and she lived to tell the tale. She hadn't eaten for, like, three years or two years. And, I mean, stuff to make someone absolutely lose all hope of ever living a life again. And she just is so resilient and she's wonderful and happy to be her friend. And, um, speaking of friends, another Twitter posse slash mental health advocate, Rachel Griffin, the creator of a musical about mental health was there with her fiance, Aaron, I believe his name is. Yes. And, um, and they performed a couple songs from the musical, which was really fun to hear. And it was like, as I was hearing it, I was like, oh my gosh, this is me, mental health, in musical form. And you guys already know that I'm like super musical, um, or at least I try. Um, and yeah, so it was like, it was like hearing my OCD in a musical, which was really fun. And I'm also a big fan of Broadway and jazz hands. You should see me doing jazz hands literally in my bathroom right now. By the way, the reason I'm sitting down and recording right now is because I was wearing purple and I magically found my podcast mic as I was going through my room. And so, um, plus I looked kind of disheveled. <laughs> so I was like, Ooh, hashtag life unfiltered. I'm looking at you, Mark, um, at man in recovery on Twitter. Um, so I was like, this is probably a sign that I should record. So here I am. Anyway, so Amy and Rachel, and then I met Joe, Joseph Panola, um, the founder of the You Rock Foundation, and 
his photographer friend slash marketing creative director, Laura Olson, Laura DeSantis Olson, um, the Iraq Foundation brought Neon Trees for a really interesting um, roundtable. They didn't actually perform, but they, they each talked about, all the members talked about their mental health and um, how they've had struggles over the years and how they've gotten through them. And it was, it was just really poignant and a great discussion. And yeah, I don't even have enough time because I'm looking at my timer to, to tell you that my OCD had kind of sort of gone into like dormancy and then it came back today. No. So I'm just kind of dealing with that right now. But, um, hear that? Yep. Okay. Time to move on to Dear Diary. So it kind of bleeds in to, well, Dear Diary is, is basically my life, like giving you a, a, an update on what's been going on with me, um, beyond the intro. So my living situation is really awkward. Hashtag awkward. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Um, I'm leaving soon. I'm breaking my lease. I may be living for a few months or a couple months or one month with a friend of mine who actually just made an offer on Facebook today. And I would have, to, I would only have to pay a very minimal amount. Um, so I'm not freeloading, but it would give me a chance to save some money and think about my next steps. Cause I would like to live on my own, but I don't want to feel like forced into a one year lease somewhere where I don't even truly know, like, am I going to stay in D.C. for another year or two years or three years? Maybe. Am I going to move to California? Uh, it's not looking like it right now, but it's still something that I want to do. And, um, I mean, anything can happen, so I, I'd really rather not sign a one-year lease um, when I'm not sure what's going to happen next. But I cannot be here anymore. These people aren't mean. It's not about that, but their lifestyles just don't jibe with mine and they drink a lot a lot and they're also not super courteous sometimes and they don't clean up after themselves in the kitchen but anyway it's mostly the drinking part and I'm just like fed up just so fed up so I'm gonna make a positive change and get out of here and I hate moving I really hate moving so it's stressing me out but I will be okay. Um, uh, okay, uh, how do I fit all this into three minutes? Okay, um, I'm going to go like an auctioneer. Uh, I had some guy drama and someone that I had started to develop feelings for totally like threw the rug or pulled the rug from under me because we, we had just like talked about being exclusive. And then all of a sudden he was like, oh, I can't do this. Oh, I'm, you know, too much going on in my life and it's just too complicated and yada, yada, yada. So that was over. And I was actually really heartbroken for a while. Um, but I'm trying to move past that. You know, it's funny, like, it, it means that I'm like truly over my ex, who I'm still good friends with. We, we actually talk like once a week or so. And he's a good person and a good friend of mine. And I'm so happy that our breakup was not like, super duper awkward. So he's still someone that I can count on as a good friend. Um, but yeah, guy drama, um, roommate drama, job stuff is like, uh, I'm still 
I'm still, I'm looking, I'm trying to decide what I want to do. Do I want to go like into sort of entrepreneurship? I hate that word, but still, um, or do I want to maybe work as like a consultant to different nonprofits or advocacy groups or creative agencies, or do I want to be employed by one company or organization? I don't know. I'm thinking about a lot of different things, but I know that I have to get out of where I am because life is short and I need to do something where I am making a difference, doing something where I'm, where there's some meaning. I mean, we have to work, I guess, in life. Um, and if we have to, I want to, I want it to mean something. I want to be able to help people. And um, speaking of which, so I've just got, I'm looking at my my clock here and it looks like there's one minute left for me to talk about my life. You know, I could talk forever, but um, really exciting stuff. I was nominated by um, She Recovers, actually the Sobriety Collective, not Laura Silverman per se, but my sort of entity was nominated as um, a top blog um, by She Recovers, and they are having a wonderful sounding conference in May of 2017 in New York City, um, where there'll be like fabulous speakers like Gabby Bernstein and Glennon Doyle Doyle Melton, um, Marianne Williamson, Elizabeth Vargas, um, there'll be yoga workshops led by Taryn Strong and I believe Elena Brower as well. And then there'll be a sober blogger panel, I think, I'm pretty sure, um, featuring lots of amazing women, including me. Yay. It's such an honor and I'm so excited. Please register if you haven't. Yay. Um, okay. <laughs> Next is my top five. Okay. My top five recovery tools. This is where I want you to contact me in any way, shape, or form. And if you don't do it via bad story, you can always hit me up um, on at We Are Sober, either Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, uh, website, whatever you want to do, do it. And send me um, your top five recovery tools, nutshell version, literally just one, two, three, four, five, maybe a couple words about each. Um, Excuse me, I'll give you an example, what mine is, um, and then you can kind of go from there. And what I've been doing, and I'll sort of talk about this in Creative Collective as well, is that I have a new feature on the Sobriety Collective called Recovery Profiles, Repros. They were originally going to be so pros, which rhymes, but and that would have been Sober Profile, but I think recovery is more all-encompassing because I wanted to talk about recovery from addiction, from mental illness, from trauma, grief, um, a wide variety of things. So, but one of the questions that I ask is, um, what are your top five recovery tools? So that's a fantastic question. And it's something that Liv, um, Olivia Pinnell of um, Liv's Recovery Kitchen asks her interviewees, um, because it's just a really great way of seeing how people have different toolboxes to get through their um, lives and, and how they how they just manage um, things that come up and how they how they stay healthy and sane. So my top five, in no particular order, although the first one 
is in order. My family. Um, I have a really close relationship with my parents, and that's one of the reasons that sort of kept me um, in the D.C. area, because I don't want to be too far from them. And when I was in college, they were living abroad in El Salvador, and I didn't see them very often. So when they came back, and especially with everything that I was going through with the alcohol abuse and then the early sobriety, and then, you know, since then, a building almost, gosh, I just celebrated nine years on July 14th. Um, so, yes, applause. Thank you. I couldn't pull up my applause, but I'll probably do that in post-production. Um, but, yeah, um, it's just they're here, and I love them to pieces, and I'm not ready to leave them, even though I'm 33. <laughs> At least I'm not living in their basement anymore, but still. So... They are at the top of my list. And I also have a brother and sister-in-law and two young nephews who are in the area as well. So it's really important for me to be um, be here with them. Number two, also um, interpersonal relationships like friendships. My online tribe of recovery men and women. Um, I have a really, really close friend, my best friend in the whole world. I've known almost 20 years she is not in recovery. She is an IRL, in real life, friend. And um, she lives in the area with her husband and her son and their soon-to-be daughter. She'll be born, like, any minute now, basically, in the next few days. So she's here. And then all of the wonderful, amazing people that I've met uh, this past year um, through my work. And and when I say work, I mean, you know what I'm saying? Not actually work, but sobriety collective stuff. Um, so yes, one family, two community, friendships and tribe, uh, three music. Music is super important to me. Um, and if you saw my 12 on 12, my hosting the 12 on 12, which is, um, a monthly get together of sober bloggers like Liv of Liv's Recovery Kitchen, Aaron, AaronLeePerry.com, Christina Ferry of Sober Unicorn, Mark Goodson of, um, the miracle of the mundane.com and, and Lara Frazier of LaraFraser.com. We all get together, talk about um, two things each, um, which equals to 12 because there are six of us um, and we release it on the 12th of every month. And because July was my anniversary month, I hosted and I talked about how music um, is, ugh, I can't talk, how music um, affects our recovery and. Um, maybe there were some songs or albums or artists that helped get you sober or get you through hard times. So, ah, shoot. We, okay. Technically, I have to finish. So you'll just have to stay tuned to see what my, my last two. Um, <laughs> oh, my gosh. This is so this is so me. I'm just like, ah, crazy. Not actually crazy, but technically um, <laughs> I do have a brain chemical imbalance, but. What I'm saying is that, like, everything is so, like, ah. Okay, so I'm not finished with my top five, but I'm going to move on to, um, and how many minutes do we have so far? Oh, we're going on 20 minutes soon. So I'm not going to, it's not going to be a super long podcast uh, this time because I'm just getting my feet wet back in the game. Um, but we'll talk about Creative Collective. So. It wouldn't be Creative Collective if I didn't play you a karaoke song, which I will do shortly. But um, 
I wanted to talk about my newest feature. Like I, I, I introduced it in, in the last section. Um, God, my ADD is really bad tonight. I'm sorry. I don't have notes. Paul of Buzzkill Pod has notes. He might keep them like loose or whatever, but his, his podcast always sounds so good. And um, I wonder if Laura and Holly at home have notes in front of them or if they just kind of chat and it seems to come together magically. But regardless, um, I do not have notes and I also didn't set my timer again. So I'm just kind of kind of eyeball it. But as I said, I have a new feature called, um, I was about to say called Creative Collective. No, called Repros, Recovery Profiles. And actually, since um, since you heard from me last, we launched, by we, I mean me, um, <laughs> but we're already at number 10. So just, just released one today, Owen Bonus. He's a podcaster, Muay Thai boxer, and stand-up comic. Um, we've had uh, Tim Raybolt, who was the who's the founder of George Washington University Students for Recovery. Um, we've had Liv of Liv's Recovery Kitchen, um, Dan Maurer of uh, Transformation is Real. We've had Paul of Buzzkill Pod. We've had uh, Nancy Carr of um, Nancy, Last Call Blog Me. Last. Um, Oh gosh, off the top of my head. Who else have we had? I'm, you know what? Hold on. I'm pausing you for one second. I normally don't do this, but hold on. And we're back. Sean Paul Mahoney, Peaches Mahoney. We have Sober, Sassy, and Sparkly, host of Slushed Cinema. Uh, we had him recently. I love him. I love you, Sean. Um, I said Nancy and India Dunn, who found me through Instagram in the coolest way. She is a, um, she calls herself, what does she call herself? Um, a creative compassionate. So sort of like life coachy-ish, but a hairdresser. Okay, I'm just going to read it because the way I'm describing it is doing no service to her. She says she's a creative compassionate, a hairdresser slash artist slash empath, and she coaches others who are like her on how to embrace their unique qualities through encouraging self-care and healthy boundaries as part of their path to service. That sounds pretty cool. Um, Robin Joy, who just got married. She's a married woman now. She is fantastic. And um, talk about 90s. Uh, she has a zine, like an actual paper, like like before blogs existed, there were zines and she has a, a sobriety zine. So that's pretty cool. Um, let's see. And when I actually do my episode recap, I will put the Twitter handles or Instagram handles for all of the people that I'm naming so that you can follow them if you're not already. Um, so yeah, so I talked about Dan and Paul and Liv and who was my first? Lotta Dan. Uh, Lotta Dan is a, a new, uh, she's a Kiwi, she's from New Zealand, and um, she is the founder of, of um, Mrs. D is Going Without, and also hosts the livingsober.org.nz website, which is 
a really great resource. And um, she has a sober stories section as well, where she shares recovery stories from people around the world. So I'm really proud of this. Um, I'm really, really proud of this feature. And I hope to get some guests as I get more um, back into podcasting. Um, maybe we can do as the guest on Creative Collective be the person that I feature on the recovery profiles. Um, that way you get a sound bite of the person who's featured. But again, it's just me needing to be regular. I can't promise a weekly podcast. I tried to promise a, a bi-monthly. Um, even once a month would be better than my current track record. So there you have it. And I think I will play for you um, Bring It On Home To Me by Sam Cooke if I haven't already. I don't know what I played in my last podcast. It might have been Cupid. Also Sam Cooke. I'm seeing the theme here. want to take a moment to thank you. Um, one person in particular on Twitter tonight, um, Amy Lee, she, she was so sweet. She's like, record for me. So, um, and follow her at 
Amy72014. Um, oh, now I see why that's her. <laughs> I see why that's her handle because her sobriety date is 7-2014. So good call, Amy. Um, and I also happen to run into Chris from RecoveryRevolution.online, uh, Paul from Buzzkill, and Maggie, oh, she replied to something else. No, never mind. But Maggie Shores has Sober Courage Pod. Um, and John Gerler, um, um, he is my last stand, one of the people behind Rave Clean, and you might know him as DJFM as well. So um, thank you. Thank you, all of you, uh, for listening. If you know me through home group, um, I'm so grateful to have you and to have that space. Um, you guys have really, really helped me a lot. And, um, if you know me from my own website or you found me through the recovery revolution, thank you. Um, Twitter, Instagram, however you know me, I am so honored to make your pod acquaintance. Um, I'm super cheesy and I make no apologies and, Maybe the next time I record, I'll have a more regular um, recording location. No, I won't, because I'll probably be transient again somewhere. I don't know where. Oh, so I'm going to sign off from my bathroom floor. I'm on the bath mat in my PJ pants wearing my Sobriety Collective t-shirt. Order yours today. Oh my gosh, you guys. Recovery Jewelry, get yours too. 10% of every sale will go to a fund of recovery uh, charities that I've handpicked. And there are keychains and necklaces. Um, I partnered with Lori um, from lovelorimichelle.com. She is a fantastic 3D printed jewelry designer in D.C. and a friend of mine um, who I met through Brie. Ryback of CapitalRomance.com. So lots of DC movers and shakers. But um, she and I have designed the line together, and you can get a sober necklace or keychain, and then keychains, which are also available in necklace form. You just have to make that clear in the ordering instructions. But with message it, oops, words, um, recovery, hashtag recover, and clean which has sparked some debate, but um, there are a lot of former addicts who, who have asked me for that word, so I wanted to appeal to as many people as I could. Um, but tell me what you think, and oh yeah, something I forgot to mention in Dear Diary, because there's only five minutes and my brain is everywhere, but I sat down for my I Am Not Anonymous portrait earlier in the month with Kate Meyer and Tom, and it was so wonderful and fantastic. Um, also went to the Faces and Voices of Recovery um, award ceremony the, the following night. And it was just super, super great. And I went to a Young People in Recovery barbecue cookout hosted by Tom Coderre of SAMHSA, which was super fun. Saw some old faces and met some new friends, too. Um, so, yeah, lots going on. I'm really happy to be back. I hope that you have not forgotten who I am. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. So what do I say at the end? I say, stay classy, stay cool, stay sober.